This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Now back to 95.7 The Game. Got some bangers coming back. Yeah. Jason Dumas, Whitey Gleason with you. Jason Dumas has lined up a very special guest for us. Nice enough to join us here. 2009 Big Ten Defensive Player of the Year at Michigan State. A G League coach. Draymond Green's former teammate. Draymond Green's trainer, Travis Walton, with us on 95.7 The Game. Travis, thanks for your time. How are you today, sir? I'm doing great. How are you guys? Thanks We're, for having me on. Absolutely. Of course, man. Yeah. Thanks for hopping on with us. We appreciate it. Can you just tell fans how Draymond's reaction to winning this title compared to how he felt about winning titles in the past, Travis? I think his reaction was 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 like he was just like he felt um he felt amazing. I think ever have after having three years of obviously not um performing at the way the Warriors wanted to perform with the injuries and you know, having a losing season and then, you know, not making it to the all-star game. So all those things, I think winning the championship this year, uh, we'll go back. It started with winning a gold medal. Right. After winning a gold medal, right, starting the season off having a great year and then obviously having the injury, but then still making it, becoming an all-star. And then um, winning the championship, I think he just checked all the things that he had on his list of wanting to check off. Yeah, Trav, and he obviously would have been the runaway defensive player of the year had he not had that injury. But I want to take it back uh, going into that season. You know, from the naked eye, what we see from Draymond Green, he's an extremely confident guy. Um, but Draymond, he admitted this, this himself at some point during the year during a press conference. He said after after that season uh, where he said two years ago he had the worst year of his career and then the follow-up season, they don't make the playoffs, he said there were times where he started to doubt himself, whether whether he still had it. And you, not only are you his skills trainer, obviously, but you guys are close friends and you're kind of a life coach, too. He said, I had to lean on Trav to help me get my confidence back, too. What was that offseason like before this season? He said it was kind of almost like a reset, uh, just going through that offseason, going through the work you guys did uh, going into this year and ended up having a really, really successful season. Yeah, for me, so for me, it's always been, and we have always talked about, you know, like standing and looking forward. So even with him not having the the year he wanted to have, I've always tried to find the good out of everything uh, when it comes with him. You know, I think when he does something, everyone highlights it. Oh, he's not shooting well, or he's not doing this, or is he getting too many technicals? So when he comes into the summer, I always call it a, re- a refreshener. Every day we come in the gym is great energy the people that's around us is great energy so for us it was always just hey 
well, what do we need to do? Like, let's go back to the drawing board. Um, are we focused on your shooting? Are we focused on all areas of the game, like your floaters, your, your ball handling? And that summer was more like, you know what, let's take, a seat. let's take a step back and let's not totally focus on shooting. Let's just make sure we're cleaning up and sharpening every part of your game. Uh, and I, and that was, I think that was a big focus for us a year, you know, a year ago. And then coming into this summer, well, last coming into this season, it was kind of sharpening those things again. Just staying sharp, and um, he shot the highest field goal percentage of his career this year. Travis Walton with us. He's uh, Draymond Green's friend, former teammate, and trainer. Speaking of shooting, Travis. Um, LeBron, excuse me. We know that in, in 2016 that Draymond shot 388 from the three-point line, and his numbers have fallen off since then for obviously a lot of reasons. Is Draymond ever going to approach the three-point shooting numbers that he put up in, in 2016? Is that something that, that you and he are, are, are looking at uh, that concerns you? No, it doesn't concern me because well, it's always a goal for him to shoot better. Mm-hmm. For me, the things that, that I talk about with him, as I say, look at the analytical side, where when he shot 38% from the three, he was taking about 3.4, 3.8 around that percentage, which gives you like a really good, uh, a, a really good uh, look, mm-hmm. a true percentage. If you look at the years, you know, the last couple years, he has shot maybe two threes a game. This year, he shot 1.2 threes per game. So when you take that into account, you're really not getting a true percentage because you're you're basically shooting one or two threes a game. If you make two, right, that's two for two, a hundred percent. If you miss three the next game, you're looking at two for five. You miss another one, you at two for six. So when I take a look at that, I always tell him, well, if you want to get your percentage higher, you need to shoot a little bit more hmm. from the three point line. If you're not going to take a lot of threes, you can't really focus on the percentage. Now, the world, everyone that's looking at it is saying, hey, you shot 28%. They're not looking at how many attempts you're taking. If right. you look at a person's true percentage, you like most guys, if you're taking three, four, four, five, then you can probably say, hey, this guy is actually a 30% shooter, a 35% shooter. But when you're taking one or two threes a game, I don't think you can really say this guy is not a good shooter. Yeah. So I think for I think when it comes with Draymond, that's how I speak with him, right? When I break it all the way down and I look at all his numbers, I'll go, hey, so look at this. I did a I did a project on him, and I don't have the numbers in front of me. I talked about this with Jason one time. Uh, I did a project, and I told him because we were looking at. I said, hey, Draymond, don't look at percentages. It's hard. It's hard to not look and say I'm shooting twenty eight percent because everyone talks about that when they're talking about your shooting. I say, well, look at the numbers. The numbers tell me that at that time, he had, I think it was two years ago, he played 63 games. And in those 63 games, he had maybe five games where he had five threes. In those five games, I think he was three for five, two games, and two for five, three games, right? And then there was like 12 games, he was like 0 for 1, 0 for 2. There was another 10 games, he was like 0 for 2 or 0 for 3. So when you take in those numbers, you're not really giving yourself an honest chance, but his game is not based on shooting. So when you take all of that into account and you start to put your focus to other areas, okay, let's make sure our finishing is really good. Let's make sure that your floater package is really good. And looked at it from that perspective, then we come off with a better 
field goal percentage, the best of his career, he shot 52% from the field. Mm-hmm. Right. All right. Yeah, now, I've already seen Draymond has already started to get back into it with his off-scene training. I, you know, I saw him training in Vegas, and then I saw... You guys were with uh, another Spartan dog, uh, Gary Harris, get, getting it in. What's Draymond's mindset heading into this offseason, and what particularly does he want to accomplish? Well, the one thing we want to go in is, you know, we want to be in great shape, right? The best shape we can possibly be in, given that um, he's coming off a long season with the finals run. I thought the year before was great because he was able to stay competitive and stay in shape because he did the USA and they want to go medal. So that right there just puts you in a certain mindset that you just can't get in the summer. So, you know, right now we're just getting back started um, with our workouts, and, you know, the focus is kind of the same as far as just making sure we're uh, – we want to have, you know, continue to improve on his field goal percentage and keep it where it was at, and then obviously focus on the shooting and, you know, get those numbers up a little bit. But for me, again, I would say, like, for those to be up, I think his – Shot attempts have to be up, and because he doesn't go in the game thinking I need to take this amount of threes, I think it's more a feel for him. Travis Walton with us, Draymond Green's uh, trainer. Travis, you mentioned uh, the year that Draymond went through. Given the fact that he went through a you know back injury that, from what we know, you know potentially serious, and he came back played really well. But does that change at all his offseason approach? The fact that he is still dealing with that back issue. No, it really doesn't. I think for us it's more, and for him, it's just the trainers and whatever they're, they're advising from the off-the-court stuff and mm-hmm. making sure he's staying inside the, the weight room and doing exactly what Rick wants him to do. Um, the on-court stuff, um, I communicate with Draymond, and when I need to communicate with Rick, I do as well. Uh, but he's feeling great. I, I, those things are not even anything we speak about because his body is feeling great, his mind is great, and you know we're looking forward to a great summer. Trav, you know, as Draymond's friend, forget about being his trainer for one second. As Draymond's friend, I saw you out there in Boston uh, when they clinched, and we were all in Boston. They were hard on him in that city. We saw the shirts. We heard the chants. Uh, I'm from Philly, so I know tough fans, but that was even something I was taken aback of. It was it was intense. One, they finally got over that hump and that final buzzer sound. How happy for him were you and just what was his mindset like and his emotions like after this past championship? Oh, it was incredible. So the best thing was, I'm not sure if you guys seen it, was when he came out for his pregame routine, game six. And I remember him coming out, and we were sitting on the court, and it was uh, me and our other great friend, his barber, Brownie. And we were sitting there. He came through. And I can tell his energy was just vibrant. And I knew that he was going to have a great game. And he was already sitting like, yes, yeah, it's, it's over. It's over. <laughs> I watched this. So I think the way that they played, they started the game, he made a floater. It was 2-12. to 12. Um, And I was in the stands, and I was like, ah, oh, this is perfect. Boston came out rolling, and the Warriors just missed a couple shots. They had their run, and it's going to be a splash. So after the game, I could just see from him, like, the accomplishment, like, wow, this is incredible. And I did it in an environment that that he said was one of the toughest environments he ever played in just because of the stuff that was being said. Like, whoa, I didn't, I didn't expect 
I was going to come out and people were going to have on those type of T-shirts with the F. Draymond and yelling at the family and all the things that the Boston fans were saying. So I think to seal it on their court, it just meant a lot more. And to play the way he played, he almost had a triple-double. Yeah, big shots too. Talking with Travis Walton, Draymond Green's trainer. And Travis, we said you you were a great defensive player, 2009 Defensive Player of the Year, Big Ten. We know Draymond's an all-time great defensive player. Is it frustrating for him sometimes to watch some of the younger players when they struggle with defensive principles that he has mastered and has always had good instincts uh, for, and he's mastered these principles years and years ago. How frustrating is that for him and for you when you see players struggling with defensive things that you had mastered? Yeah, well, I don't know how. I don't know if it's frustrating as much as it's the same as an offensive guy, right? If they swing it to you and they want you to shoot the basketball, you don't shoot it, right? They can have the same type of feeling. So I think you have to find a balance of saying, okay, this is my job, so I, I need to know how to anchor the defense, which he has done an amazing yeah, job of. Yeah. I think the biggest thing for any defender is, hey, you don't have to be as great of a defender as I am. You just have to give effort and mm. compete. So I think for Draymond, the big thing for him is just, hey, compete, play hard, and I can back you up because he's a great help side defender. So if you give the effort, then I can make up – I can help you – with the mistakes that you are making. And I think that's the biggest thing when you come with a defender is that just give effort, right? But you don't get as frustrated as much as you're saying, compete, get the effort that we need so I can help you because I'm that good. I can back you up. Travis, in this you know modern NBA world where we see so much player movement and player empowerment, which I think is is a good thing. I think players, you know, in most cases, should be able to pick where they can play and whatnot. But through all that, you've seen Steph, Draymond, and Clay play together for so long. How special is that? And what kind of connection have those three built over the years? Oh man, it's incredible. That's like the Spurs, the Ginobili, Tony Parker, Tony Parker. Tim Duncan, like, that that stuff doesn't happen in, in basketball often. So when you get to see that and you see up closely how close they really are, how much they really enjoy each other, um, it's just amazing to watch and to be – and I'm blessed to just be a small part of it, to just, you know, be able to watch and see it from a, you know, a up, up close and personal look um, and to watch how they have grown together – from when they first started, um, and then also Iggy, right? Iggy's been a part of that right. whole yeah. plan with them all. So just to kind of watch it and then to see the respect level they have for Iggy and then the respect level they have for one uh, for one another, it's just incredible to watch. And one more before I let you go. As a, as a Hoops fan, someone who's around a game, two big names on the market right now could be on the move, Kevin Durant and Donovan Mitchell. Where do you see those two going? Just, just an opinion. Ah, uh, that's a great. I'm saying, I think the the market for Donovan. I heard New York. I think that's a great market for him. I think um, Donovan has shown the ability to pick up a, a organization and keep on rolling. Gordon Hayward done a great, did a great job with Utah, and then when he left for Boston, Donovan came in and he took it to another level. Right. So I think he can do potentially the same thing with New York and their fan base. Wants a guy like that that's like, hey, he's a go-getter. And I think KD, wherever he goes, um, I think he immediately changes the organization and he changes the 
uh, the mindset of the organization from his work ethic, you know. So it, it, it's just so much you have to give up for KD, which every piece that you have to give up is well-deserved and you should because KD is, you know, obviously a, one of the best players of our generation and ever in basketball. So it'll be interesting to see where those guys go. Travis, we appreciate your time. You've known Draymond a long time. When you're working with him, if he ever doesn't agree with what, what you guys are working on or he doesn't like it, how many times have you had to tee him up during your during your training sessions? <laughs> well, well, that's the best part about it is that uh, I'm not a yes man. So <laughs> if I don't think something is going right or if he doesn't agree with something, he's going to tell me. He's going to, hey, say, Travis, do this. And I'm going to say, hey, well, I think we should be doing this for this reason. And he's going to say, hey, well, I want to do this. I'm like, well, let's just work through it. And if it ain't working, let's fix, let's fix it the next day. So that's what has made our relationship so strong as brothers first. And as a trainer for him, secondly, is that we have an open relationship. And I'm not a yes man where everything he says, I just run and do. Um, and he trusts me that, you know, I'm doing my job as far as studying film and saying things that are, are correct and to help him. Well, congratulations on everything you did to help him win another championship. And thank you very much for your time, Travis Walt. We appreciate it. Hope to talk to you again soon. Appreciate you, Trav. Oh, thank you for guys having me on. Thank you. It was great. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.